Hi everyone, this is Katherine Adams and Elizabeth Wallace, and we are recapping Welcome to Night Vale, episode 52, The Retirement of Pamela Winchell. We are going to listen to it, and as always, we recommend that you listen to it too, because when we come back, we're going to spoil the hell out of it, as we do. See you in a few minutes. was a very basic episode, yeah. actually. Only one, you know, big bad, I think, which would not exactly be Pamela Winchell. It would be Pamela Winchell's retirement. Yeah, Pamela Winchell's retirement and Pamela Winchell's emergency press conferences, which she keeps on holding. I, I thought that was very fun. I thought maybe that was going to be a bit of a throwaway thing in the beginning when they said, Pamela Winchell has called another emergency press conferences. I thought, oh dear, she's still doing this. That's not good. I wonder if someone's going to have to give her a talking to. And then it just kept going. Yeah, and she's... I thought she was calling the press conferences because she wasn't accepting her retirement. No, she's retired. She's calling emergency press conferences about being retired, and it's destroying things. And uh, Cecil was rather nice about it. He actually went to the new mayor, Dana Cardinal, Mayor Cardinal, uh, to let her know about this. And she came up with a brilliant solution. She named Pamela Winchell the official director of emergency press conferences, which is really nice. It was very sweet of her. And uh, then Pamela Winchell said, no, she doesn't have time. Too busy being retired. Mm -hmm. So she calls another press conference to announce how busy she is about being retired. And every time she talks about being retired and how happy she is about being retired, she's always, like, crying and wailing and screaming and cracking bullwhips at people. Um, she's in very, very deep denial about this. So that uh, that was interesting, but uh, let's see. What else was going on? Had another uh, notice about Carlos in the... I like that we have a name for it. It's the Desert Otherworld. I don't okay. think we've done that before, but it is now officially the Desert Otherworld. And huh. he's very happy being out there explaining the unexplainable because that's what scientists do. Scientists do, and he sent a picture of a cactus which didn't come through and had another message about even if you could see it, you wouldn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> He's also using Snapchat. Are you on Snapchat? Me? No, no, no not no, on Snapchat. No, Sorry. I'm not either. Sorry. Listeners who know about Snapchat, let us know about this. I only recently got on Instagram myself. I think Snapchat is like, um, okay, that's good, fine. That's that's perfectly good. So, yes, Carlos doing fine. Um, Cecil, fine that he's fine. Yeah, he's totally fine. He sounds like he's trying to convince himself that he's fine. But we also have uh, Strex Corp is, uh, of course, controlled by beings that are not legally allowed to say that they're angels, so we're not going to say that they're angels, but they've uh, given money to the Desert Bowling Alley Arcade and Fun Complex to pave over Lane 5 with asphalt, which is where the tiny army that's declared war on Night Vale is coming from, so I'm wondering exactly what repercussions we're going to get from this one. I don't know. Possibly not too much worse than the repercussions of just allowing them to attack people from Lane 5. Yeah, I know. And then we also had, after another one of Pamela Winchell's emergency press conferences that set things on fire, we got to hear about the Night Vale Brigade of Fire Disapprovers, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, the, the fire spread, because, you know, uh, Pamela Winchell was doing her press conference, and um, let's see, it was uh, about her a new habit of bird watching, and that apparently led to a humongous fire that took down several structures, but then the Brigade of Fire Disapprovers came around, and they couldn't control the flames despite a lot of handshaking and disapproving glances. Yeah, yeah, they did their best, though, so that's fine. But also... We also found out that Cecil was able to eat lunch in the new restaurant of Tourniquet. Yes, it was a PB&J. 
that he made it home and then ate very quickly in the waiting room. Because, you know, the waiting line is still really long to get into tourniquet. Yeah, but technically he did eat in tourniquet, so that's fine. But he also talked about hopefully getting his friend who works there, who used to be the scoutmaster of the Eternal Scouts, I guess, who was uh, hauled off by the herds of mute children and is now working at tourniquet. But he hopes to get some cooking lessons from him, which promises to be dangerous. Dangerous and possibly illegal. So it sounds like in Night Vale, cooking is as dangerous as books. Yeah. Just really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So be careful for your cooking classes, because there's probably going to be cooking and books at those ones, so that won't be any good. But uh, yeah, um, Pamela Winchell throughout the whole episode kept coming back and saying that no, she absolutely couldn't accept that position of director of emergency press conferences because she was just too busy being retired which yep have to give it to her she was you know go to go do her press conferences on her own terms she absolutely didn't need anybody to direct her to be the director of press conferences yeah which she proceeded to do a bunch of press conferences about yeah. at one point giving more than one press conference at one time which yeah. should have been fun to watch so i had two things i wanted to know they were talking about she talked it over uh, with her team of advisors and we still don't know who that team of advisors is i was wondering who would be these mysterious advisors? Do you suppose they're hooded figures? They could be. I mean, nobody ever talks about them, and there does seem to be a gap in people's memories when the hooded figures come around, so okay. maybe they were her team of advisors. I don't know exactly why she gets a team of advisors when she's no longer the mayor, but then again, she's also calling press conferences when she's no longer the mayor. So. And that was my second question. The journalists are still showing up. They so really was, are, yeah. yeah. And she's directing them to show up at 7 o'clock, 5 o'clock, you know, maybe two or three press conferences going on at one time with her shouting at different groups of uh, journalists. And are, is there no free will among journalists in Night Vale? I don't know either that or they just are not showing up. To, there's, maybe there's no other newsworthy events. I find that hard to believe. You know? <laughs> in Night Vale? Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, she, uh, because, of course, her gazebo bird dowed with the bird-watching experiment um, for her retirement demonstration. So she held the next conference on the steps of the Night Vale Community Radio. Which, of course, everybody had to rush out to tell her, please don't do that. Please don't retire at us because, of course, there'd been floods and there'd been fire. And, and poisoning, apparently. And poisoning, yes. Yeah, they did talk about, you did talk about that, that the bird watching set things on fire and her aquarium display or her aquarium lecture led to floods and, unfortunately, the poisoning demonstration went on without a hitch. No problems there at all. But then so Cecil goes out to talk to her, and of course, before he goes, because he's a consummate professional, he sends us off to the weather. And the weather, this time it was interesting, it is Here I Land by Nicholas Stevenson, hope I said that right, and I swear to God when I first heard it, I'm like, that's one of the guys from the band Gomez. I know it is. I swear to God it is. Nope. It totally isn't. It is, it is Nicholas Stevenson. Sorry, dude. I got you totally mixed up, which... If you haven't listened to Gomez before, highly recommend them. They're, they're pretty cool. I and, like them. And Nicholas Stevenson is good, too. Yeah, I like yeah, this one. Yeah, it was nice. But then we come back, and uh, Cecil says, everything's great. Everything's fine. He's not entirely sure why, because he's got gaps in his memory again. Which, uh, he isn't as disturbed about that as you'd think he would be. But then again, this apparently happens in Night Vale quite a lot, yeah. the gaps in the memory. But he also apparently received a prophecy when he was five mm -hmm. that he was going to be the host of Welcome to Night Vale. Yes. So he's been taking notes in his little notebook 
ever since. Yes. Even when he's not paying attention to it. So he took notes during the gap in the memory. Yeah. And apparently, um, Pamela Winchell, who was standing there swaying at the podium going, retirement, retirement, <laughs> uh, was approached by the man in the tan jacket. Yes. And which we haven't heard from him in a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. And he had his uh, briefcase with him, which didn't open up to show flies. Though That's why most people think he's a fly salesman. Right. Because you know, right. he has this big briefcase that holds way more flies than it should. But he's a fly salesman. That makes sense. Of course. Of course. But he scuttled up to Pamela Like a Winchell? spider. Like a spider. Yeah. Night veil. Spiders is what it always comes back to. And uh, talked to her, and um, whatever he said seemed to do the trick, because now she's officially accepted the position of director of emergency press conferences, yeah. and no longer retired. Yeah, and that's what's making me wonder. I've got another question. So we've got the man in the tan jacket. Nobody knows what he said. Nobody could hear him. Uh, but he said, before he started talking, he said he knows what she's going through, and he thinks he knows how to talk her through it. And I'm like... So, is the man in the tan jacket a former mayor of Nightville? That would make as much sense as anything. Yeah, and he started talking about where he was from, but of course, nobody knows, and even Cecil's notes where he wrote down where he's from, they're all crossed out and the paper's kind of obliterated underneath it, so I don't think we're going to find out about that one. No, no. I did, I'm sure some people are irritated about this, but there are apparently some supernatural fans who insist, oh, man in the tan jacket is Castile. No, I don't see it. Don't. I, I've never no. watched the show, so I know oh, you have, so you yeah. don't see it? No, I don't, only because Castiel, I've never seen that happen with him. If people see him, they see him, and certainly if we see him in real life, we definitely remember him. No, I'm going to say no, I don't think that's the case. I think that's the Supernatural fans, bless their hearts, trying to put Supernatural into everything, which they're very good at doing, so props to you guys, but I don't think it's Castiel. But Oh well, yeah. oh well. So. And then, so Cecil was uh, having a talk about, after that, he was talking about, he was getting very philosophical. He was talking about how it's hard for people to change from one role to the other, and in your life, you want to stay with the role that you're comfortable for for as long as possible. I don't know. If you get a chance, definitely go back and listen to it, because it, it got kind of deep. And he was talking about how people, they worry about the person that they used to be, or they worry about the person that they're going to be. He said, instead, you know, worry about the person that you are. Or rather, don't worry, you know, be be this person that you are right now. Be the best possible version of yourself in all of the multitude of dimensions. Check back online for the ratings. <laughs> you would have to throw that last bit in there. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did appreciate that. And his idea about that is one of the biggest fears of just about any, you know, in a multitude of fears that you have to worry about is the idea that you are of use as who you are. And this idea that at some point you may no longer be able to be of use as that person you are. Yeah, and yeah. That's it, it, which is, would explain, you know, Pamela Winchell, of course, and yes. her absolute terror of not being mayor anymore. Yeah, yeah, which is okay. She's not mayor, She's but she's not retired. She did she did make sure to point that out, that she has now taken on this new position, so she's not retired anymore. She's just doing a new job. Well, so. hopefully she can actually come one day to really appreciate not being mayor, because I get the idea that Mayor Cardinal is starting to have second thoughts. Yeah, she said it wasn't like what she thought it was going to be, and now I'm, I'm a little worried for her. I also noticed that we didn't hear from her at all. Cecil just told about talking to her, so I'd like to it would make me feel a little better to actually have 
the new mayor come on the show at some point and talk to us? That'd be all right. Yeah. Oh, if she's not too busy sitting on the mayoral throne, as Cecil put it, which of course in Nightville that is how it would happen. Absolutely, you'd have a throne. But hopefully, she's still got her mind after heading a talking to from the hooded figures for. uh, Or no, it was wasn't it was the the, hooded figures? City council. Uh, The city city council gave her a talking to last time about not opening up the dog park, and hopefully that hasn't done anything to her mind. No, no, we'll have to wait and see. Other than that, you know, for the episode, that definitely wraps it up. But uh, we don't have any fan art recommendations this time, though we did take a browse around the Night Vale store, which from what we understand, they're going to start switching things out a lot more quickly over there. Things that they have now uh, used to be things would stay on there for months at a time, but now you got a very short window. Now, I, I wanted to ask, There's, I think it's a print, but the print says, mostly void, partially stars. Now, I've definitely listen to every single episode and I look at the Twitter feed and the Facebook posts and everything I swear to God I have no idea where that line comes from but it's it's very pretty it's it's either a print or a t-shirt and I did like the picture that they had for it because it was a scattering of stars in the blackness up at the top and then the rest of it is black and then way down at the bottom is a little figure standing in a circle of light staring upwards at the stars yeah it's very minimal, minimalistic, and it's really cool. Yeah. But I also, one of the things that I saw that has always been one of my favorites since someone mentioned it when I met with the, up with them at Maker Fair was the flask. And it was the flask of, if you see something, say nothing, and drink to forget. Yes, yes. The flask is awesome. They also have it, if you're not a flask type of person, they have, I think, a print that has like a hooded figure kind of walking by at the bottom, which is kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of cool stuff in there, but... Yeah, so that'll uh, wrap up our... This is our special traveling edition of the Night Vale Recap. This is actually where the two of us are in the same part of the country. Yeah, yeah. Not in North Carolina? Nope. Not in San Diego? Nope. We're down in Florida. Yep, yep. We're visiting the folks down here, visiting the little sister and the mom and the dad, and having a very geeky vacation. It's been very nice. Very much so. Lots of geeky pictures yeah, and yeah, all sorts of yeah. things. So uh, check out Comic Issues at uh, Instagram. The two of us have gone into just about every used bookstore and comic book shop we can get to, and we took selfies because someone told us that that's what Instagram is for. I don't buy it, but whatever. We took selfies. That's fine. <laughs> Other than that, send us your fan art recommendations, please. Please, please. We're addicted to fan art. If you have, if we haven't mentioned that before. Yeah, I'm sure we have. Um, also, if you know where Mostly Void Partially Stars comes from, and I'm sure you guys do because you're so very clever, but uh, let us know where that comes from. Other than that, we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. All right. Talk to you later. Mm-hmm.